The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Here we go. Hey, it's Blind Tony. And you know what? If I'm not reading Braille or teaching in the office or walking into the ladies' restroom by accident, I'm usually listening to the Eric Zane Show podcast. Here's your host, Eric Zane. Jason Teary, J. Dog Sparky. And, you know, he rolls out of bed and immediately writes on the chat, hope you guys have a great day. That's exceptional. That's why he's uh, part of the Threads, uh, part of Threads podcast, Life unfiltered. He adds, man, that mic is huge. Well, this is what we were talking about. This is that RE20. This is what, well, your mic sounds actually pretty damn good on Threads podcast, Life Unfiltered. But this is the one I prefer. This big, ugly, invented, started being used in the music industry, I think in 1968 or 69, Stevie Wonder. I think was the first artist to uh, utilize the RE20. You're like, come on, Eric. We don't care about that shit. But anyway, J-Dog Sparky. uh, Here with us live. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And check out the Threads podcast. Life Unfiltered. Not really. uh, There's no assholishness in it. Okay, they are so like, uh, I don't know how to describe it, but it's uh, Jason in particular is so unbelievably transparent and vulnerable. It's just uh, magnificent. He sits around. There was one episode. It might have been the one I told you that I listened to where uh, he and um, and his and his usual uh, friends, and I, I think Ben was involved in this. Not my Ben, his Ben, Ben K. And uh, and and Chris B. and some of the other people that I know. I think Joe Joe Pellerito was involved in this. They um uh, they got together and had a um like a man night. And I think uh, man night is. Like they uh, set up one of those um, uh, little things you can have a fire in, metal deal, and you put it in your driveway and then you all sit around it and and drink craft beer and shit 
they had like a man night and at man night, I mean, my idea of man night is, you know, tell some funny stories. Maybe, uh, I, I don't know. I've never really done that, but, uh, man night for these boys, they're like sitting there talking about their feelings and stuff like that. And, um, well, I mean, for me, that sounds horrible. But man night for these boys, they got in touch with their, uh, the inner goodness that makes them tick. Now, I, you know. That is, you know, I, I, I reveal all I reveal here. If I were to be, if I would have been there for man night, I would have been like, oh, fuck, I got to get out of here. I, uh, I, oh man, want to get away? But, uh, no, they, 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 uh, they, they plan it that way. They go, all right, we're going to really get, we're going to dig deep. We're going to have some emotional trust with each other and we're going to love each other and have big man hugs and drink Oberon and shit like that. And it's going to be awesome. Part of Threads podcast, Life Unfiltered. When you're not listening to this show, listen to that. And listen to Just Chirpin, which I was on that show yesterday. Okay. They they got a hold of me at about 9 p.m. last night, and I was on Just Chirpin via the phone. So you want to check that out. I think they publish either today or tomorrow. Welcome in to the Eric Zane Show podcast from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Hang on. I need to take a hit of this coffee. And my dear meathead coffee mug, you can, you too can get a dear meathead coffee mug. I, uh, I'm getting larger. Now, when I say that, I'm not talking about my Johnson. And um, I guess I'll always be getting fatter. No, that's not true. I, I've, got, I've got big plans to not be as fat. But on top of the fat, on the fact that I'm carrying more fat than I've ever carried before, uh, I, my, the actual size of my body is growing. My, my shirts are way tighter up through the shoulders and the chest, and it has to do with lifting weights. My muscles are actually growing. Now, I'm not saying it looks good or anything like that, but they're just, it's, everything's larger. And I found myself at the gym yesterday looking at myself in the mirror, like for extended time. I was like, wow. I'm getting these things above here uh, from my uh, uh, the back of my neck. You know, it kind of like uh, trapezius muscles. I'm getting those. And my arms are getting larger. Leon is getting larger. And my there it is. He just said what I said. Crank. And my chest is filling out more. I put up 165 yesterday. 165. That's a new record. And uh, holy crap! So I've, uh, I, you know, I guess that's okay. 
Uh, that is, uh, let's see, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, four days of working out. Today will be a challenge. I'm not going to lie. Today will be a challenge, but I got to I gotta commit to this. I've got, all right, let's see, today's the 13th, right? What do I have going on here today? Oh, I've got the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast at 7. 7 tonight, Ben and Eric Patreon podcast with, you will not believe, I'm going to, I'm saving this for, um, for the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. I have, you know, you know how I uh, constantly have mistaken identity moments and forgetting name moments? That happened again uh, yesterday, and uh, I, this one's bad. I, I even have show and tell to go along with it, and I'll feature that when we do the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. Uh, Rob G., I promise I will send you an invite. I don't know how you fell through the cracks. If you're on Patreon and you want to be uh, part of the show, Send me, send me an email, eric at ericzaneshow.com. Um, all right, so that means with that show starting at 7, um, I need to get into the gym to have the fifth day in a row for the first time in forever. And uh, I, do, I do the running thing, you know, nothing major, just burning some calories, getting the heart rate up for about 30, 40 minutes. And then uh, go pump some iron. Team Knuckle Dragger there. Uh, Andy from Team Knuckle Dragger under the weather. And uh, he's just, uh, I talked about this yesterday, just kind of fighting it. So I hope you recover soon. First time chat. Kitten Little Bits, hello to you. Welcome. We also got first time chatter. Uh, Frank Fluffy Blue 1981. The names, it's just fantastic. Hang on, I got to drink my coffee, and then I'll be done with this. Hang on. If you're new here on Twitch, um, following the page is extremely helpful, so thank you. Subscribing to the page is that helpful times 10. You can subscribe for free with your Amazon Prime account. When you go to Eric, I'm sorry, uh, twitch.com slash Eric saying live is a big red button that says, uh, Twitch Prime. You click the red button and then off you go. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, I can't really um, get up the nerve to encourage you throwing bits into my little tip jar there. That is a thing, and I'm not even sure how to do it. Nick, that is very sweet of you. Uh, but there is something you can do Okay, cheer. Is that how it is? Kitten Little Bits just cheered me 100. And I think you type something. You, you, you click this little icon that looks like a diamond and then put a number after it. That's if you have the bits in your possession, which is like uh, Twitch currency. Thank you, Kitten Little Bits. I appreciate you. Uh, Frank Fluffy Blue 1981 says, I am not new to Twitch, but I'm new to your stream. And that is kind of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, 
I also have an interview today, supposedly. It's well, it's in the works with um <coughs> excuse me. Oh my god. Comedian Eric Griffin, who was on the show Workaholics. Anybody ever watch that show? Eric Griffin, Workaholics. What was the name of his character on Workaholics? Well, anyway, this is the guy that I'm supposed to talk to today. Uh, And so that is supposed to happen. I'm looking forward to that. He's appearing in town this weekend at uh, Full House Comedy. So busy, busy, busy. Megan, I hope the little guy's doing okay. My God, fighting COVID. Um, Yeah, that's... uh, that sucks. It's all temporary. It's all going away. You did all the right things. And you're going to be fine. So is he. All right. The gym yesterday. I was talking about how I was, uh, I was working out. And uh, there's it's really great because um, there's a dude that works out there. I've mentioned this before. And he played football for four years at Michigan. And he lives in the area, so he goes to the YMCA in the, uh, I don't know, about 2004, 5, 6, 7, somewhere around there. Uh, Reuben Riley. Reuben Riley uh, started at Michigan as an offensive lineman. And the thing about Reuben Riley is, I was reading up on this guy. He um, was like... uh, Slated to be like a top uh, first round or a second round pick at guard. Big, you know, uh, offensive lineman. And uh, then players got hurt on the Michigan team, so they moved him to tackle, which is not his natural position. Uh, he was projected to be a very high draft pick in the first round or second round, which is millions of dollars. But they moved him to tackle and... For some reason, they, I don't know, they kind of, he didn't even get drafted. He was an undrafted player and had to kind of like walk on onto the, uh, onto the various pro teams that he played. And it kind of was, it kind of screwed him up, I think. Uh, I'm not for sure on that, but he didn't, he didn't have a long story to NFL career, which not easy to do to have a long story to NFL career. But, uh, the dude is just a sweetheart of a man. And, um, uh, I, I think he coaches somewhere now in the area, Reuben Riley. And so you see this dude at the gym and, you know, he doesn't have the NFL body like he used to, but he still, he throws on, okay, I'm like happy when I can take the 35-pound plate and put it onto the bar for a bench press. And then maybe at the end of my workout, I'll put the 45-pound plate on the bar. And I think that I'm like hot shit. Reuben has three on each side. So that's 315 pounds. He's just like, it's just effortless. I'm like, what? Incredible. You have the strength of like 10 normal, normal men, normal dads. And, uh, (laughs) He just he's just throwing it up with ease. 
And then uh, I kind of like to say hi to the guy because he's like super affable and friendly. I go, Ruben Riley, how was your day? He goes, great, great that I'm here. Great that it's it's awesome now that I'm here. You know, he's just one of these uh, friendly souls. You know, I just love the guy. And so yesterday I walk up to him and I go, Ruben Riley, how was your day today? He goes, you know, I go, Ruben, Ruben, how are you feeling today? He goes, and he's a little down. He goes, I feel like I played 17 years of football today. <laughs> I just laugh. I go, oh, man. I go, well, you're here. You're here. You're here, Ruben. It's all good. Nice guy. The people you see at the YMCA, uh, the day before that, it was Don, it was Don Cookies. Don Cake, Don Cookies. The next day, Ruben Riley. If you could, if you're listening to the audio podcast, as always, head over to Twitch and uh, hit the follow button. And whether you watch it or not, okay, I just I, I would really appreciate it if you follow the show on Twitch. And uh, you know, if you got a little extra time in the morning while we're live, click on it. Maybe on your way to work, you can uh, uh, hook it up to your uh, uh, um, system inside of your vehicle with the old Bluetooth. Get the show live as it happens each and every morning, eight a.m. Uh, right here, Eastern Standard Time. Twitch.com or twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid. Megan, who's nursing the uh, little one with COVID. Uh, Irvine's also brings you the Facebook page. Uh, Facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. Uh, Twitter, at Eric Zane Show on Twitter. Follow me there as well. That's brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And then YouTube, brought to you by Frank Fuss. Follow me on YouTube, bell notification, thumbs up, all that fun stuff. Speaking of Facebook yesterday, it's it's remarkable um, how hateful the world is that you can just post the most innocent thing just to have a little fun and somebody's going to be an asshole about it. Um, usually on Facebook, and Twitter, I'm going to post something about my sponsors. And I'm going to post a uh, piece of something from something that I've talked about. Um, yesterday was a perfect example of that, as you can see on my Facebook page. There you go. I'm talking about the sponsors. And then I posted this. Uh, Georgia quarterback Stetson Bennett massively hung over on GMA. Uh, and then I a link to the video and then a little note for myself, follow the show on Twitch. And then that's it. That is it. All right. The fun starts. Let's see here. Nathan writes, talk about a clickbait headline. Did the tired quarterback that just won a national championship hurt your feelings, Zane? I wrote, relax. I just thought it was funny. Jeremy writes, I watched a clip the other day. I thought it was hilarious. Hilarious. That kid is living the dream. And it's like, Nathan, not everything has to be a fight. There was another um, comment after it, uh, but I don't know what, ha what, what happened. Um, first of all, Nathan writes, you just pulled the same shit. The mainstream media pulls, which is a term that I think that a lot of people uses 
when it's when you're talking about politics, and then you thought you were better than that. It's like well, I, I don't know, dude. I just thought it was funny. I mean, what the hell? I just said uh, he's massively hungover. What is he not? I mean, look at him. He's white as a ghost. His eyes are half open. He says to uh, the host on Good Morning America that he got very little sleep. And what do, what do you think he was doing? Praying all night, you dumb shit? Of course he's hungover. He just won the national ta- uh, the uh, national championship. Mitchell writes, first off, Zane is not better than that. Second, a hate listener is still a listener. Keep it up. Blow up this post with all the hate. <coughs> Excuse me. I just got snot on me. Shit. Um, and then there was another guy who wrote, and I don't know where it is now. I, I can't find it. Who wrote, I used to think Zane was edgy. Now he's nothing but a liberal bitch. I was like, what? What the fuck are you talking about? All I did was said that this guy is hungover after he won the national championship. And you you assholes are are, are, are going down this road. Why, why can't we just look at the drunk fuck who played his ass off, uh, won the national championship, and is now the next day uh, having a hard time waking up while he's on TV. Why does it have to be mainstream media? And I'm a liberal bitch. I voted for Trump, you fucking whore. The fuck is wrong with you? Well, clearly, I wouldn't. I'm not going to vote for Trump anymore. And I'm probably going to vote straight ticket Democrat now. But uh, uh, you know, that's not my fault. Come on. Chris writes, every damn thing has to be political these days. Kate says Facebook is just loaded with assholes looking to fight. I, um, and that's a thing. I, I can't really, I mean, after seven, count them, seven suspensions in the last year. I, I am not, I don't want to get suspended. I mean, there's, there's actually some ramifications to that. I, I, I owe my sponsors better I mean, I, I promised them, hey, you know, I'm like, especially Horizon Hydroponics. One of the big reasons why they sign up with the show is because of Growers 101, the uh, Facebook Lives that we do. So I can't be fucking up Facebook. Uh, Jason May says, too bad you can't do a snowflake test when people click to follow your page to see if they're like offended by stuff. Ah, whatever. Amanda says, way to give up on your party, Zane. What are you talking about, Amanda? I mean, I, I, I didn't give up on my party. I, I changed my mind. What's wrong with that? Are you suggesting that that's not okay? Are you yourself trying to start a fight? I, you know, I am um, actually ideal. I am uh, a wonderful soul when it comes to politics, because I am, I'm just so, I'm so much smarter than all of you and so much more in tune with what is going on in the world. Only a fucking idiot would vote for a Republican in any of the upcoming elections. Like in the next one, if you vote Republican, you are such a dipshit. Okay. There is no question in my mind. I have left that shit show. That is not the party that it was. Chris says, here we go. (laughs) 
No, I have turned on you fuckers. No way. Now, could my mind change between now and then? It's possible. It's possible. But as of right now, this is where my mind is. Tough shit. Don't like it? Hey, that's I get one vote. I get one. What's wrong with me taking my what the one thing I have and flipping it on its ear and saying, I'm changing. There's nothing wrong with that. So there you go. And it's because I am so thoughtful and you guys are so lucky to have me. Um, where the hell was I? I, I I tell you what, the ADHD is running wild. Okay. Let's talk about something that's not nearly as polarizing. COVID. I have groundbreaking information about COVID. There is a new treatment on the horizon. So says this guy. What is is this guy's name? Christopher Key. He calls himself the vaccine police. You can see him right there. Christopher Key has a treatment that you need to know about. I'm going to kill my credibility. But what credibility do I have anyway? So, hey, um, the antidote that we've seen now, and we have tons and tons of research, is urine therapy. Okay? He wants you to drink your piss. And I know to a lot of you, a lot of you, this sounds crazy. Okay, anybody... guys. Anybody who wears a V-neck t-shirt, graphic tee with sport jacket and hair like fucking La Bamba is not credible. Fuck this guy. God's given us everything we need, okay? And I've always hated that. God's given us everything we need, so drink your piss. Again, I test and prove all things, okay? Um, this has been around for centuries. Um, we, we've got research after research document. Yeah, I would say it's been around for as long since the first guy pissed. Minute peer review published papers on urine. We do. We have this. <laughs> Come on, man. Peer review published papers on urine. Terry writes R. Kelly headed right all along. Question, does it have to be our own? I, I don't know. I'm not sure. All right, a little bit more. Um, first of all, the, the line, a prominent figure in the anti, there's no such thing as a prominent figure in the anti-COVID-19 community. They're all the same, fucked up. Christopher Key is telling his quote-unquote followers to drink their urine. You 
You hear that, uh, Megan? <laughs> you think your kid? You think your kid would? Uh, hair, pee into this glass. Says here, uh, for the vaccinated, a bout with Omicron, while unpleasant, is often mild enough to be comparable to the flu or the common cold, which is itself a coronavirus. But anti-vaxxers refuse to take the coronavirus vaccine shots. They have turned to increasingly bizarre methods of treating the virus, generally with little success. The antidote that we have seen now, urine therapy. Uh, he made the video shortly after being released from jail. Uh, he had been arrested for trespassing at a Whole Foods store. I, I I don't know. Maybe this is out west in California because I think if you um, if you are like in your own home and you don't have a mask on in California, I think they shoot you. At least they should. I mean, let's be honest here. I wish we had the type of rules in Michigan that they have in other states. I wish it was like every day you had to prove that you're wearing your mask around your house. You should, you know, you, you had to install government cameras into your home to make sure that your mask is on inside of your house. And if it's not, someone knocks on your door and takes you away. Key refused to wear a mask in the store and was asked to leave. When he refused, the store reported him for trespassing and he was arrested. Well, good. They should have shot him. Key's been traveling across the country with the stated goal of conducting citizen arrests on Democratic governors over their vaccine mandates. You hear this boring, Dean? Why don't you do this? Uh, you and sexy voice Andrea and sexy voice Andrea's husband, dad joke Jason, can drink your own tinkle. You can have a tinkle drinking party and then you guys will be safe, you know? I mean, why not? It's better than what you're doing right now. I mean, which is nothing, which is uh, uh, the great healer protecting you, you dummies. Hang on. Excuse me. Booger. He presents doubters with papers. Outlining his belief that the coronavirus is a bioweapon. Okay. When asked how he had the authority to arrest governors, he claimed that he, that the government is, quote, we the people. This is the type of guy who'll be in the vacuum repair shop in Grand Rapids planning to kill the governor. He said he planned to arrest Louisiana Governor John Bell Edwards on the 7th of February if the governor does not back off his vaccine mandates, particularly those aimed at children. He told his supporters that urine therapy has been around for centuries, as you heard, but noted that he understood if people think it is, quote, cray-cray. Now drink urine, he said. This vaccine is the worst bioweapon I've ever seen. I drink my own urine. This is not the first guy that we've talked about who drinks his own urine. We had the uh, uh, model. What, what, the, uh, what do you call it? Versace model who drinks his own pee-pee. You ever like accidentally, um, like, like if you're a dude in particular, I, I don't know if I can't really relate to a woman doing it, but you're a guy and, uh, and you go tinkle and then you, you shake it off and then, 
um, you put your ding dong back in your pants and then you zip up and a, a droplet has survived and is, is resting right there on your finger. And then you actually like you get an itch on your lip or something. And then just by circumstance, you go and you just touch your lip and you feel wetness and you, you realize, oh no, there's piss on my lip. And then you might even accidentally taste a little bit of your, your pee pee. That actually has happened to me. I have, I have, I know my tongue at least once has touched my own pee pee. And then you're like, oh, oh God, fucking shit. And you wash your hands, tear, wash your face. It's awful. All right. The vaccine police conspiracy theorist raised concerns when he shared a telegram post showing off his sizable arsenal, which includes high capacity firearms as well as a flamethrower. Did you ever see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the Tarantino movie? Oh, my God. I love that movie so much. It's a, you got to go a long way to get to the climactic ending. But it, it really amps up late. Oh, my God. I love Tarantino movies so much. I can't figure out who I like better. Um, Scorsese movies or Tarantino movies? I think Tarantino movies, Scorsese movies. The last effort I saw was the Irishman. And that was a pile of dog shit. Uh, prior to his road trip, trespassing conviction and urine evangelism. He entered the national eye after threatening to execute pharmacists for administering the coronavirus vaccine. This actually seems more promising. The Vice article, cannabis can prevent COVID-19. You know, this, you know, I actually believe more because of the medicinal properties of um, what makes up cannabis. A new study has identified cannabis compounds as a therapeutic agent to prevent coronavirus infections. By blocking the virus from entering a human from entering human cells, uh, according to the study authors, widespread use of these compounds from pot plants and a va- and and a vaccination regimen could help to fight the virus's spread and the disease it causes in people who get infected. With widespread use of cannabinoids, resistant variants could still arise, but the combination of vaccination and CBDA and CBGA uh, treatment should create a more challenging environment with which, with which the uh, SARS COVID uh, virus must contend. So it's like, you know, that well, a year ago, two years ago, um, COVID would enter the system. It's like, oh, yes, give me some lung meat. Let's go. And then uh, you're dead. Now we've got uh, uh, various things that can uh, make it a little bit more of a challenge. The vaccine, maybe this, maybe that little pill that they made. Of course, horse paste. That's a good one. No, it's not. We can uh, put bleach in our body and disinfect. Remember that one? <laughs> oh, 
And then he goes, ah, I was kidding. What? Come on. No, you weren't. No, you weren't. And then Fauci was like, oh, I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe this is happening. The um, reducing the likelihood of escape. The study's authors write that authors hopefully include a very, the authors helpfully, I should say, include a very clear diagram of this process. Now, I'm not buying this uh, this process because it's anything but clear. <coughs> Excuse me. Look at what they show in this article. That is, quote unquote, very clear. Like, this means anything to you and I. Pot plant. Arrow. Chemical structure, I guess. Of CBDA. I see some double bonds here. I see hydrogen. I see OH. Uh, oxygen hydroxide. I don't know. Oxygen. Uh, who knows? I guess this is the chemical... Uh, schematic of this compound so pot plant to arrow to structure to another arrow to sars covid 2 well what the fuck is that that doesn't tell me anything that's not very clear <laughs> that doesn't say shit if perhaps you would show me that the shape of this uh chemical structure how it fits into the mechanism here and blocks it. It doesn't. It doesn't show it interlocking or anything on a microscopic level. This is stupid. All right, losing credibility. It goes on, though. Let's see. Hold on a second. I was going to listen to Eric's podcast, and then I got high. Well, I'm sure some of you will get high. By the way, I had Growers 101 with John yesterday. And he explained to me, I always learn something about cannabis when I'm with John. Um, he does these uh, seminars about growing. And you can take a clipping of what you're growing. Like, let's say you grow pot in your house and you've got, and uh, but for whatever reason, it's not, uh, it's not really what you want it to be or it's not growing the way you think it, it should. They will take your clipping and squeeze uh, resin out of it, juice, actual juice, and then spin it and break it down to find out what it's like uh, lacking in nutrients and then give you like a, uh, a recipe for making your plants uh, the most, you know, complete in terms of what it's consuming to become big and strong and healthy. It's true. Anyway, back to this. Uh, as detailed in a new published uh, new study published in the peer-reviewed Journal of Natural Products, which I don't know if that sounds Journal of Natural Products by researchers from Oregon State University and Oregon Health and Sciences University, a bunch of hippies. The scientists were looking for a biological compound that could bind with the spike protein which they did not show me effectively there, but they claim that it is. Um, and they say, yeah, if you use a technique called affinity selection mass spectrometry on cannabis, the researchers honed in on three compounds, which I can't pronounce, CBGA, 
Um, and then THCA, which does get you high, and CBDA. Sadly, since THCA is a controlled substance, they couldn't get enough of the stuff to assess its effects and focused on the others. But they did find that these two cannabinoids that do not get you high, they claim blocks, blocked, so that when that little fucker gets in your system, if this is there, it's going to wrap that thing in cannabinoid goodness, and then the live virus cannot bind with the uh, interior of your lungs. It's just kind of sitting there bouncing around like a fucking pinball. All right. I will link this up. You can look at the whole article. There's a little bit more to it. But that's, I mean, that's that's good. Like uh, Vice President Kamala Harris was uh, talking today with um, Craig What's-His-Face on the Today Show. And she was getting so pissed at him um, because, first of all, he's like, should we just give up the course of action that you guys, uh, you know, uh, you're, you know, stubbornly stay in the course? She goes, no, 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 we're not going to we're not going to give up. What are you talking about? And he's uh, he's continuing to press her. She's getting pissed. And then he brings up some gossip. He goes, what do you think about the buzz that for the uh, next presidential election, it will be? A Biden, um, what's the chick's name? Who's the uh, Republican member of Congress that all the Republicans hate? Cheney, Liz Cheney. A Joe Biden, Liz Cheney ticket. Oh, my God. And you you see Kamala Harris. She wants to attack over that. She goes, I don't, I don't get into D.C. gossip and trash or whatever the fuck it was. Incredible. All right. <sighs> what a beautiful morning. All right. COVID treatments. And uh, there you go. Patreon happens a little bit later on today. I've got a lot to talk about. That is an extension of this daily podcast. And uh, I do it every single day of the week. Uh, Monday through Friday, I should say, every single day of the work week. Right after this one. Um, if you like the podcast and you really want to, you know, expand your listening. I put 15 plus hours of content up there every single week. I've got a music driven radio show that I post on there. I've got the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer Trivia, which you can play and win cash. The uh, Lost Zane recordings and the daily bonus podcast all there for you. Really well. If you like this show and you really want to help out the show, uh, that one is not backed by sponsors. It's backed by your hard-earned dollars. Thank you so much if you've helped out in the past. And uh, thank you to those who continue to support patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Stand by. Every night I lay down for the last two-plus months. I lay down and I uh, a massive... Coughing fit starts. It was so bad. Every night. Every night for the last two months. All right. The open of the show brought to you by Big Dick Donnie Veltman at Full House Comedy. 
online at fullhousecomedy.com. Uh, if you want to uh, go see a show tonight, 7.30 p.m., Eric Griffin uh, is at the Park Theater. You got him there. You got um, January 14th tomorrow at Creston Brewery. And he's also there on Saturday at Creston Brewery. Fullhousecomedy.com is where you go. If you want to see a comedy show, check out my friends at Full House Comedy. Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid NEV is the local um, business that um, I want you to take your vehicle to if uh, you need a little work done on it to keep it running appropriately. It could be as simple as an oil change or if something more extensive happens, uh, know that this is who I swear by. And, um, I mean, it's just absolutely spectacular, the uh, service that they provide. Um, they know full well that people, service, and cars in the past has led to people like, am I getting ripped off? That's the number one concern of anyone taking their vehicle in to get repaired. Am I getting ripped off? Now, I have no idea if that really happens. I would assume it has happened. But one thing I know for sure happens, people oftentimes feel like they're getting ripped off. You won't feel that way at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. And the incredible, incredible Google reviews that are displayed prominently on their website from people who don't do a podcast shows you exactly what you're getting. Go to their website, ervines, irvines.com, and check it out for yourself. You get in the weeds and you are in West Michigan or even some of these surrounding areas, uh, make the trip to Irvine's. They have loaner cars for you to use while your vehicle is being repaired. That is awesome. That's really the game cha- a game changer for a lot of people. By the way, you must have insurance. If you don't have insurance, you're not getting a loaner car. Fuck no. 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 You got to have insurance. You got to upload your declarations page. You got to sign a little docu-sign. Yep, yep, yep. Here's my declarations. I've got insurance. I'm not a loser. Then off you go. 616-532-6600. Are you saying if I'm driving a car without insurance, I'm a loser? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I am. So what? Sarah Honda Granville has cars. That's right. Uh, It seems like every time you turn around, it's like, ah, there's no cars available. Sarah Honda Granville has cars. Get yourself a brand new or certified pre-owned Honda at Sarah Honda. Resale uh, Resale values through the roof. They run forever. I've purchased many vehicles from Sarah Honda Granville and will continue to. When you're ready to make that vehicle purchase, would you please consider Sarah Honda Granville? Online at sarahondagranville.com. That's S-E-R-R-A Honda Granville.com. When you go there, please uh, tap Thad on the shoulder or Cameron 
and say, hey, Eric Zane sent me. I'd like them to know that you are listening to the Eric Zane Show podcast. Okay. Amanda says we're going to Sarah Saginaw tonight. Yeah, you know, I mean, what the hell? That's, uh, I think it's part of the same family. That's cool. What the hell are you doing up there? All right. Uh, thanks to everybody who's uh, sent me stories and links. I appreciate that. I always do. I'm really excited to show you this one. This is uh, part of the reason why if you uh, watch the show live, we can sit and laugh together. If you're listening to the audio podcast, you'll have to go back and, and click on the spot in the show notes to see this, and you're definitely going to want to. <coughs> the term, well, no, I don't want to say that, but uh, this one says, warning distressing content. Yeah, bull in a china shop, quite literally. Um, let's pick this one apart. Okay. This is taken from inside of this restaurant. Everything looks normal. You got two people in line getting ready to buy food. Something terrible is about to happen. This guy is uh, wearing this awesome coat. I don't know what he's doing here. He's in line doing something. And behind him, he got another dude looking at his phone. Now, the shit is about to hit the fan like you wouldn't believe. I'm kind of slowly frame by framing it to catch the whole effect here. All is good. This guy's talking. Serious bull haircut on this guy in front, by the way. Okay. Look here. See this? This is a bull. And these doors are the type that kind of um, are, uh, it's, they're, they're not solid doors. They're more like hanging plastic doors. There, there's nothing solid about these doors. The bull's just going to walk right through. Okay. Now, the bull is into the restaurant, and he has now started to run. He was walking. Now he's running. Guy second in line notices, and then the other guy does not. Now, I'm going to roll it here, and then we'll come back and uh, frame by frame it again. Okay. That was China Chinese. That was not, that was Chinese for holy fuck. There's a bull in here. Look at this bull. Look at the size of these balls hanging down. My God, what an incredible look! An incredibly powerful creature. Look, listen to the destruction. It's like Godzilla. Okay. Then he's like, yep, all right. I think I'm going to leave now. Yep. 
I'm out of here. Okay. Let's back up. This moment. <laughs> this dude looks. He sees. Can you imagine what the fuck is going through his mind at this point? This guy has. He's a little. This guy's reaction time is way down. The guy in front. Uh, uh, who's got his arm down on the table. His reaction time is 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 way way off. Okay. Okay, now this guy gets it. This dude pulls his arms in, saves his phone, and then <laughs> the, 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 the frozen face of dude as that bull now just runs him over. Wow. <laughs> and he's immediately like riding the bull. This is what happened to producer Joe during the running of the bulls. If producer Joe were to see this video, like if they were to watch this on their show, he would start crying and he would say, this is trauma. And this is watching this video hurts me. And because of this video, I'm going to go be mean to my girlfriend. Look at this guy. How great is that? He's like, holy shit. He's like, oh my God, you're dead and you have a terrible haircut. And then he, uh, the guy, he's he's pulling that man to safety. Look at, he's dragging that dude. And then we don't we don't see him again. But wow, holy shit! Okay, now I have no idea if he's alive or dead. No clue whatsoever. Um. Bravo to the guy who. Uh, to stand his ground and helped out when his friend and didn't run away. Um, Buffalo was like, this is a place where they eat us. And with his money, they run this restaurant <laughs> time to bring justice bull in a China shop. Whole new meaning. Now I love God's work. Oh my God. It's a bull in a China shop. Fair play on the Buffalo's part. A lot of religious talk. Beautiful. The Buffalo is now facing charges of reckless, reckless imprudence with physical injury and damage to property. Tip for best viewing pleasure, slow down to 0.25% and then hit. Can you do that? How do, how do I do that? Playback speed. Okay. Perfect. I'm so amused by this. Okay. Crank says, that is a picture of an animal that has had enough. So true. So true. I guess I hurt your ears with that. Well, it was the same volume as when we started. What are you talking about? Wasn't that bad? Give me a break. Okay.
let's get into this one too. Um, actually, no, I'm going to save this story uh, for a little bit later on because uh, I don't have time right now. But congrats to the bull for winning that fight. All right. Bop, 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 bop. Okay, I got to make sure that everything is right with my two-person window capture. Uh, nope. Yeah. I think we're all set, ready to go. We should have a visitor in here shortly. And that would be the one and only Kyle from Dumpster Divers for another edition of Let's Kill. Hey, Eric Zane. Eric Zane. Hey, Eric Zane. He wrote out, he wrote to me, uh, Eric Zane, I'm ready for 9 a.m. And I got some bangers this time. LOL. I was shitty last week due to some personal BS that pissed me off. LOL. Fucking showbiz. Tough stuff. Hey, like Eric Zane. So, uh, so that should be good. I'm waiting on him right now. Here's the thing. Know what I mean? Here's the thing. Hey, uh, we have a super spreader event coming up on uh, February 4th. At uh, Bosco's Pub, 4 p.m. Who did I just hear from about being at Bosco's Pub? I just heard from somebody. Uh, 4 p.m. at Bosco's Pub. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing all of you. That is a Friday. Maybe get out of work a little early. Meet me there. Um, I'll be staying till a little after 5 because then it's uh, down off to the hockey game. Maybe you too. All right. I'm excited about that. So hopefully see uh, some old faces, some new faces. And as well, I am still, uh, of course, waiting to hear from you about the TC paintball, paintball war number 17 coming up at TC paintball on the 30th of January. That is paintball war 17, the trail of tears challenge, Amsoil and tears, Jason Mays there. He is going to kick my ass for busting him for the past week about being a crybaby, uh, a, a crybaby on the show. Should we RSVP for February 4th? Eh, you don't have to. I, I, I know it'll be, you, you know, um, you know, I don't know. I guess I, I only do that for TC paintball because, um, you know, Rick has to know how many people are going to be there so you can have the appropriate staffing. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm excited about how many we will have there. Um, Andrew says I'll create an event for Zaniacs United. I appreciate that. Thank you. Dean suggested that I do that, but I dropped the ball. Of course, I dropped the ball. All right, so there you go. Looking forward to that February fourth. That get together, super spreader at Bosco's, and then January thirtieth. Um. TC Paintball for number 17. Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet. First of all, look at these two. Look at what they're wearing here. This is at like the Aquaman premiere or something like that. If you, I mean, come on. They look very hairy and very much like they should be living 
in like a castle lit only by candlelight. Uh, They're calling it quits. She is 54 years old. Um, Stevie and Kate say he is beautiful. Handsome devil, that Jason Momoa. You know, he's, uh, he's 42. Well, ladies, there's hope. They are getting a divorce. Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet. After five years of marriage, and what I'm what I noticed here is how ridiculous this statement is. They announced their separation in a joint statement on his Instagram. Bonet does not have social media. Here's what they say. We have all felt the squeeze and changes. We have all felt the squeeze and changes of these transformational times. This is announcing that they're getting a divorce. If you start with, we have all felt the squeeze and changes of these transformational times. That's like the type of thing you would say after like a cop kills a black guy and trying to calm people down who are destroying the city. A revolution is unfolding and our family is of no exception. So Momoa and Bonet are getting a divorce and they start with, we have all felt the squeeze and changes of these transformational times. A revolution is unfolding. (laughs) The fuck is that supposed to be? You two just obviously are fucking somebody else. Who gives a shit? But no, a revolution is unfolding and our family is so... Honey, I can't stay married to you because there's a revolution unfolding. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they're like uh, one's a uh, supporter supporter of Biden. The other one loves Trump. I doubt it, but... (coughs) Excuse me. Feeling and growing from the seismic shifts occurring... The joint statement read, and so we share our family news that we are parting ways in marriage. You know, you can say what you want, all you people that uh, do this for a living, Hollywood people, actors, actresses. You are so fucked up. What a, uh, what a weak bunch of people. You know, here you are with all of your millions um, uh, you don't have a care in the world about anything financial and you cannot manage to stay married yet. Joe Schmo, who lives check to check with unbelievable stressors affecting his life or her life and decision-making and, and day-to-day, uh, you know, a running of the household manages to stay prosperous and ha- healthily and happily married Despite all of the things trying to destroy the marriage, they manage to stay married. What a bunch of fucking weak assholes you are. And then to throw this type of uh, language to announce to the world that you're getting married. Fuck you. We share this not because we think it's newsworthy, 
but so that as we go about our lives, we may do so with dignity and honesty, the statement continued. The love between us carries on. No, it doesn't. That's a lie. Yeah, you know, never. I mean, this should be completely honest when you're having a, uh, when you want to make a statement, okay? It should just say, yeah, uh, we don't like having sex anymore. And we found someone that's better. And that's the end of it. Just be honest with people. Come on. Uh, the statement continued, the love between us carries on and evolving in, wa- evolving in ways it wishes to be known and lived. <laughs> I wouldn't say the love is between you. We free each other to be who we are learning to become. This is so stupid. The statement concluded, our devotion unwavering to this sacred life, our children, teaching our children what's possible. Yeah, all you've taught them is that your marriage is disposable. You did not put any effort into this. Five years is is not trying, you fucking idiot. You haven't taught them anything. The only thing you've taught them is that uh, you can just move on to the next one. Teaching our children what's possible. Living the prayer. May love prevail. Jason and Lisa. Yeah, maybe by showing them that uh, you don't think that much of your marriage, you've taught them something. Uh, Along with the announcement, Momoa shared several photos in his posts, including one of a sunset sky, one of a person holding a baby bird, and wearing a shirt that reads, May my soul shout love. And another close-up of the hands holding the young bird. It should be him, a, a gif of him taking the dove and just doing the fucking smash of the thing or biting the head off it like Ozzy Osbourne. That's what this is all about. How embarrassing is this? What a shit show. Ugh. How, oh, God. People are idiots. Amanda says, play stupid fucking hippies. I don't have it in front of me. I'm sorry. I got to get that back in front of me. (sighs) Josh Robert, New Hampshire, quote, he's a good husband. No matter how hard I try, I can't escape the sideways attacks on my old show. It happens. Come on. That's funny. You know, we got to have some comedy. They can make fun of me. I don't have a problem with that. Uh, JDB3304 says, I mean, I've been divorced too. Uh, So I don't have too much room to talk, but still, yeah, you didn't make a statement like that. Makes me wonder if, uh, hey, you know, if you ever, uh, Kyle, come up with a statement. Like if one day Blue says, that's it, it's over. Uh, I, I, if I ever see a statement from you like that, I'm probably going to want to kill you. Welcome. Eric Zane, uh, <laughs> when did you bring me in? Like one second ago. <laughs> okay, cool. Because all of a sudden I was like, I was like zoned out. And then I was like, hold on. I think Eric Zane's talking to you right now. <laughs> so I yeah. clicked back over to, no. to look. Yeah. We okay, were, good. yeah, I was discussing Lisa Bonet and Jason Momoa getting a divorce. 
I did hear that. Um, yeah, who cares? Yeah, their their statement was <laughs> was embarrassing. It was like really dumb. And I'm and, with you. You know I, when, I guess you. when when people get divorced, we have to understand there is no such thing as a good a good amicable divorce. No matter what people say, they they, they may say it in public. They may say, "Oh yes, this is this is good." Where it was, it's all a great thing. It, it doesn't happen that way. And 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 no matter what you say, it's not. And then. When your kids start being raised by a new lady or a new man because there's a new relationship, then it really gets entertaining. That's when the fun really starts, you know? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hopefully you didn't experience that. Is this your one and only marriage? Yeah. Well, we're not married yet. Um, oh, I'm sorry. May. Oh, yeah, in no, May. Yeah, no, May is it's gonna be good. We're going to I probably said this before, but we're yeah, we're going to Tennessee, like got the family, some friends, rented out this 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 big old like Airbnb on top of a mountain and where you can get married there. It's gonna be cool. It's like a different type of wedding, but it'll be cool. I don't I don't know if uh, I remember you ever talking about that. The reason why I would probably have remembered is because uh, I'm guessing you're going East Tennessee, Gatlinburg area. It's I think it's 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 Sevierville or Severville. Yeah, or it's something, actually something like that. that's actually uh, pronounced Severville. Is it or Severville, as as they say there, Severville. Severville. Uh, oh no! Yeah, I'm gonna have to get my Tennessee lingo going. Okay. Yeah, Severville is uh is uh right next to that whole area. Severville, Pigeon Forge, Gatlinburg is all one big thing. So, um, you are if you if you like um, do you like um. The national parks. Oh yeah, for sure. So when I when I was a little kid, um, so my grandparents they lived down there. Um, so yeah, I I they lived in Crossville. Uh huh. Which I can't tell you where that is. Yep. Um, map right now. But point is, um, we used to stop there every year when we go down to Florida for vacation. So, um, yeah, real. I'm real big into that area. I love I love that. Nice, area. nice. Gatlinburg. I've been all all in that area. I love it. Nice, nice. All right. Well, so anyway, man, I'm so glad you're here. Um, it is another edition of Let's Kill. And I um I, I read your text um when you said you've got some bangers and I I can't wait. Well uh, what are what are some of your bangers that you have in store for us, Kyle? Yeah, um, so I, I do got some bangers for you. First banger is um Remember, uh, like either last week or the week before that, when um, I had written down on my list the night before, and neither I didn't know what it meant. You did not know what it meant. You wrote it down the night before. Um, Here's the thing: I just decided to hit the old googs and uh, type that in just to see if I could figure out what the hell was going on. Turns out it's a movie. So I'm thinking that one of the audience members. I'm pretty sure at one point someone said, "Like you got to watch this movie." because we're talking about Christmas movies and Die Hard and whatnot. So I'm pretty sure someone was like, watch that movie. And so now I got to watch that movie too and Die Hard. And we'll see how long that takes, but I'm going to do it. What is the plot of the night before? Is it, uh, is it it a comedy? Is it? I think I think it's a comedy. I'm pretty sure I saw. Well, let's, let's take a little look. Well, it's 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 uh, what do you call it? Seth Rogen. So you know it's. That's right. Yeah. Yep. 
Um, but yeah, it's got to be some sort of comedy involving drugs, I think. Okay. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Seth Rogen, and Falcon from the Marvel movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yep, I need to watch it. Um, okay. Okay, yeah. Yep, I need to watch it. Uh, box office, 52.4 million. Didn't do great. That's okay. Uh, I am very, very critical of comedies. I I generally I I generally don't like comedies because they're so fucking stupid. I know. I I know. I'm with you on that. The problem with comedy is is the same thing same thing as the problem with uh like stand-up comedy right now um with well really since Vine started but mostly with TikTok is like like you don't know anymore if you came up with a joke or if it's already out there. You know what I mean? So like when it comes to movies like that, like all the movies are based comedy movies. I mean, it's like, they're all doing the same thing. You know, it's like pretty, it's recycled. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm with you. Now, I, not to say that there haven't been things that I, I mean, there are things that I like and things that um, once I get on board, I'll, I'll never, I'll never stop being on board. Um, Danny McBride. Uh, I am a huge fan of Danny McBride. And in yeah, fact, he he's got, there's an HBO show that's coming. It might even be on right now that I'm excited about. And I'm, I'm a big fan of his ever since I just, uh, someone turned me on to Eastbound and Down many years ago. Did you ever, did you ever see Eastbound and Down? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I wasn't like a regular one, I, but I've watched, I've watched some, some sods. Oh my God. So, all right. Very good. So you looked that up on the Googs as you put it and, uh, and checked it out. Excellent. Yep. So, um, whoever, somebody, somebody must've typed that in. Um, cause I don't think you told me to watch it. No. So whoever said, um, to watch that, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch it at some point. Uh, that's the key part of the chance at some point. <laughs> had you, had you said on this podcast today, watched some sods? Yeah, I, I just said that like, <laughs> like twenty seconds ago. All right, I didn't, I didn't catch it. All right, <laughs> I got that one down too. Googs and Sodes. All right, uh, what's the next banger? So the next banger is kind of a question, Eggsen. Um, uh huh. Because here's the thing: um, Blues Dad and family. I don't know if they have them this year, but most of the time they got season tickets to Griffin's games. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out where you are in the arena during the games so I can try to fuck you up if I go. Okay. Um, the way you do that is, you know how like on one side of the ice where the, where the players sit, the uh, benches are side by side? Right, yeah. Directly across from that, the penalty boxes, I am right in between there. Section, oh, that is uh, section 108 at the very bottom of section 108. And then at, people come up there, uh, usually between periods or maybe before the game, usually not during the game, and they bang on the glass and give me the finger and tell me to fuck off and shit like that. That is, that's funny. And the best thing is, I'm pretty sure, if I remember right, this might not be right, but I'm pretty sure that's pretty close to where their seats were. Because we went to one game, like, like way, maybe like the end of 2019, yeah. maybe or the beginning of 2020 or something like that. We went to one game with my nephew and um, I'm pretty sure the seats are really close to that. So this is good to know. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to fuck you up. I'm not going to. Nah, I don't care. Not, nobody can screw me up. It's, 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 uh, it's excellent. 
It would be funny though if um like you just saw me and you're just like right on the loudspeaker, you're just like, there's Kyle, I love that guy. Now that would be cool. <laughs> oh, I would. I would. If you I could, you know what I could I could do? If you told me exactly where you were, I could I could I can talk to the camera people in my mouth, my my uh, uh two-way radio. I could say, "Hey, I could actually say if you go to section 108 row so and so, see and they have a they have like a, a they, they they know where to go. I'll say, "You see that guy in the green shirt? Can we put him on camera?" And we can do that and I can actually say, "There's Kyle from Dumpster Divers." Oh man, that now that would be cool. That'd be really cool. Do I get a mic in this situation or what? I'm sorry. So do I get a mic in this situation or what? No, that I can't do. That I cannot. No, I know. Do. That would be funny though. Which reminds me, um, I got my like my Christmas money or whatever. So I'm gonna be pretty soon. I'm gonna be buying that little sound box thing that you sent me, and oh. uh, it's it's gonna be happening soon. Yeah, just let me know, man. I'll help you out. I'll help you set it up. Heck yeah, because I'm I'm getting pumped, dude. I'm just getting a little pumped. All right, good deal. Good deal. All right. Uh next banger, Kyle, please. Next banger um is uh I was looking up because I'm trying I was trying to be I'm trying to be like well rounded, you know what I mean? Like bring a little yeah, bring you a know, little, personal uh, story, personal stories, something from the news, your opinion. What you're doing is what I do every day. Yeah, and that's and that's good. Um but the th- here's what I did. I looked up. I was trying to be well. Fuck. How do I get back to where I was? Um, yeah. So I looked up. I was trying to be cool. So I looked up like things in history that happened today. Trying. Um, you were trying to be cool. You say. Yeah. You know, trying to trying to bring a little like people like trying to be unexpected. So people so people be like, ah, oh, like a cow comes on. And I know what he's gonna talk about. Yeah. No way, dude. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to talk about different stuff um turns out today in history sucks um so that doesn't help us very much but i did i did find this interesting apparently today in 1937 um the united states uh made our it says bars but i'm guessing that means make it illegal from americans and serving in the civil war in spain and i'm i'm over here going like 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 why would you have to you know what i mean like if, if there's a civil war going on in Spain, I'm like, I'm over here just going, that's cool. That's fine. Like, I, you know, I'm not going to go over there. You know what I so, mean? So, yeah, maybe that was a thing where they, uh, and, and, and uh, yeah, bars mean that they, they, they didn't allow that. They said you cannot right. go to Spain and help these people fight their civil war. Uh, yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm going over here going like, okay, like. You wouldn't have to. You wouldn't have to tell me twice. Like if it was nineteen. If I was alive in nineteen thirty-seven, yeah. I'm just thinking you wouldn't have to tell me twice. Well, I'm guessing that that's not directed at like you know, uh, the average American. It's probably directed as some European who migrated here, and they're you know, and they 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 might want to go back and fight for the homeland. You know. Yeah, you know what? That is that is a wrinkle that does make sense. <laughs> so I might have fucked that one up, but that's. <laughs> Because diplomatically, that could cause trouble. You know, the U.S. was in between wars at that point. World War One and World War Two. was like, yeah. we don't want anything to do with Europe. Nobody can go yeah. over there and and fight. So, sorry. What's so civil about war anyway? Like <laughs> All right. Is that so? Yeah, that's that's your history tidbit for us or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess, man. I, I, <laughs> I 
was I was just trying for it. Um, <laughs> it did, you know, like I said, today kind of sucked in no. history, but that's no, that's cool. okay, that's okay. I, I I like it, and anything that gets your feet moving, Kyle, you know, where we can, uh-huh. you know, just kind of like enjoy this with you is uh is all good. It's all good. I don't have a problem with it. I like it. Um, another thing is, uh, on the old list is me and blue came up with a business idea. Yeah. Um, this is, this is actually, this is why I love blue. This is actually her creation mostly. Um, this, so you can understand how funny she is. Um, but we came up with a company. It's a sex company. Okay. That sounds weird. It's like, uh, uh, like KY jelly, you know, like whatever, whatever kind of company those are that making, making sex more enjoyable. I don't know. Uh, a product. Is this one product that you're, yeah, 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 there you go. Yeah. It's a product. Yep. So the product is you take fucking our company, which is going to make it's lube basically. Right. (laughs) Okay. Then, um, with my expert uh, swindling skills, oh, not it's not a swindle. Um, <laughs> my expert skills at uh, getting uh, getting people to like ideas that I have, I'm gonna team up with Reese's, right? So we got a lube. We teamed up with Reese's, and we call it Reese's Penis Butter, and <laughs> that's it, dude. That's that's the idea. So it's uh, more like just. The branding is the is the thing here, right? Reese's yeah. penis butter. Yeah. So I mean, it's obviously catchy. It's it's pretty good like that. But then you go. I mean, think about it. If it if it can if you can get it to taste like peanut butter, <laughs> I mean, it's, a, it's just a win win for everybody. I think. Yeah, but it's got to be like like really taste like peanut butter. It can't be just a little peanut buttery. It's actually got to be peanut yeah. buttery. Yeah, okay. no, it, it will. Yeah, it will taste more like the peanut butter and less like when you buy like the shitty brands of well, not the shitty brands of peanut butter, but with the peanut butter where you open it up and there's like water sitting. Yeah, on the top. none of that natural shit. I want, I want it ready to go. Jif, Skippy, yes. Uh, I yeah. love Reese's peanut butter. That's funny. <laughs> I, I love that. that. I know. And that's, like I said, that's that's Blue's like one of her like comedic genius things. Now and, we uh, we I actually have an expert. In the chat, Amanda there, who sells uh, that that product without the name Reese's Penis Butter. And <laughs> so, I don't know. She could put you in touch with this amazing company that maybe you could share the idea and they could deal you in into Reese's Penis Butter. I would buy it just because it's called Reese's Penis Butter. I know that's that's like it's it's brilliant in like a lot of levels. Um, and then the other joke part of that, obviously, is that um, if you up to that point in your life did not know that you were allergic to peanuts, this is gonna be a pretty good way to find out. Well, well wait a minute. So, <laughs> is the suggestion you're making it with actual peanut butter? Then, um. I mean, I feel like you got to. I mean, peanut butter is smooth. I mean, we're not going crunchy kind. That's, yeah, but that's it, yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Very good. I got all this down, Kyle. Thank you. I'm not sure if it's entirely thought out, like the uh, uh, new breaking mechanism that you came up with. But can I? I'm going to add this to your list of ideas um, that you know you can draw another diagram for. You drew the diagram for the uh, 
the 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 new braking system that we talked about. And yep. uh, so this is your second idea. You got uh, Kyle's braking Kyle's uh, braking system and Reese's penis butter. That's that's what it is. Dude. All right. Um, yeah, P- Reese's peanut butter. That's uh, that's a blue original. Um, that we, you know, like we're we're good at like spitballing stuff back and no. forth. So hey, this, hey great ideas start. Great ideas start with humor sometimes, and that I'm all oh, about it. All about it. Oh yeah. Okay. Anything else, Kyle, in the banger department that you want to share with us? Um. Yeah. So I had one more thing. Uh, this is uh, it's like. I think it's funny, um, but it's also it's more of like a, uh, an expose on how human beings are dumb. Uh, so check this out, right? When I used to work at uh, Two Men in a Truck, um, long story short, like at near the end of my time there, my team we became like the general manager, like of the Lansing, uh, of like the main. We were, I was like being like an assistant manager type situation um, on top of my regular job. So we're out there, man. So um, now I don't know if I, I don't know if you guys knew this. I can't remember, but um, before I worked there, I was like a mover, like for two minute jock. So I was Mm -hmm. like, I started from the bottom and like, kind of like worked up, I guess you'd say. So in that ability, like I was a former mover, so I know how to talk to him. Right. So when we uh, like, when I was managing, like we had a good time, we had a good thing going, like building it up real good. But um, in the summer, things get real busy and you get like a lot of bad, like you get like a lot of new guys who don't really know what they're doing and don't really okay. uh, understand uh-huh. um, how to help themselves, I guess you'd say. Just some guys that are, you know, you got your different types of employees. You got like people who like want to succeed, people who are just, you know. Oh, yeah. And then you got a handful of losers. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, um, we I, this particular batch, I could just not reach them on, cer- on certain things, right? And because they were all pissed off about how other people, like other movers, like were treated and were like given jobs and stuff. Anyway, so here's what I did, right? I don't know if you guys can see this. Well, if you're watching, you can see it. If you're hearing this, you know what I'm talking about. But my hair right now is parted. Wait, which way? Towards. Towards the right, right? So, like, the part in my hair is on the left side of my head, so the hair goes to the right. But here's a little here's a little Eric Zane show exclusive. My hair doesn't naturally do that, right? It naturally goes the other way. So, it naturally, like, the part's on the right side, and I would comb it to the left, I guess you'd say. Okay. And that's how it naturally goes. But I decided, I didn't tell anybody. I started, I gave myself a haircut. I didn't, I didn't give myself a haircut. But... Got a haircut and I started combing it the other way, right? Okay. Um, and no, so here's the thing: nobody noticed, right? So I, for like two weeks, I just like let that happen, and I'm like, nobody noticed that I, you know, changed something about myself, right? Which is cool. That fitting with my plan. And then we had like this huge staff meeting, and I was telling these guys, like, here was like the point of my lesson was like, I told them I was like, yeah, I've been combing my hair a different way, like for two weeks, like I, but I did work on myself. And it looks different, you know, like, but it gave me a result and I was like, and I'm, I worked for it. And I was like, but you guys, you guys don't know, like you guys didn't notice. And so basically I gave this huge speech and like the point of the lesson was like, sometimes you might change something in yourself and like work harder, but other people aren't going to notice, you know what I mean? So, you know, don't, you don't get discouraged. You know what I mean? Like, so wait a minute, 
You were trying to reach these idiots by <laughs> with this long-term plan of changing your hair. Is that is that what I is that what I'm understanding? Kinda, yeah. But the point is, like, you know what I mean? Just like human beings, right? They're like, they they, they want to like do like a small thing and then they want results immediately. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like, like a mover is going to be like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to yeah. actually be on time for yeah. like five days in a row. And then they expect, you know, they want like, you know, a raise or they want like, you know, to get more job. Oh, hey, kitty. Oh. Um, you know, like stuff like that. And so the point of the story was if you, if you're going to change something in yourself, and you want like result people probably not going to notice so you have to like keep working for it i would have quit i'm just going to tell you if you did that i would have gotten up i would have first if i was in charge of you i'd have fired you if i was in the meeting i would have gotten up and left unbelievable here's the the funny part right Uh, i mean i'm paraphrasing right now so it was all wrote out and it was pretty good when i gave the speech right and it worked for like most of the people right like everyone was like okay i see what you're saying right but there was like a couple guys who go yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Right? Oh, yeah. That's that's what the audience is saying right now. Look at, oh, they're all like, oh, my God. Cool story, horrible <laughs> bitch. Oh, my God. Who the hell cares? Please stop. Ah! Yeah. Yeah. This is this is good stuff. Look at their, um, uh, Zildjian, maybe it's not a good idea business-wise for Kyle to continue these segments. <laughs> and then he says, this is, uh, Chris says, this is the short version. Oh, yeah. This is probably one of the worst things you've ever spoken of ever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm realizing. So that's okay. Uh, anyway, this is a, wait a minute. No, 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 no. This is a banger. (laughs) Okay. This, yeah, this is a, it tinked. It only tinked. It didn't bang. Oh my God. (laughs) Fucking terrible. Horrible. My bad guys. Oh, all right. All right, you will you will learn your lesson with this this crowd. Here's here's what they do. They give you a little bit of time, and then the their their spider sense starts going off. And as soon as their spider sense starts tingling, they start writing horrible shit about you. You are so fucked. Oh no. This is yeah yeah okay yeah my bad guys. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay. All right. That's it. I'm ending it. I love you. Yep. I love you. Yep. I will give you, I, I, you were, listen to me. You had a B, you had a B and now you have a C minus a C minus. We passed though. All we, right. We passed. All right. <laughs> you're, you're the best. I appreciate you. And, uh, have a, Hey, are you uh, on the road today? What's, what's going on at dumpster diver? Yep. Yep. I'm about to hit the road. Hey, look, I'm look at this sexy voice. Andrea. She's, she's, um, she got my back. And I, I oh yeah. That. She, well, they'll always get your back, but if they feel the need, I mean, it's all, I mean, you've become part of the group, so they will tell you that you're an idiot, but they still love you. Yeah, that's good. And that's how it should be, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you are out on the road with dumpsters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to deliver some, going to dump some, and other activities. Okay, maybe it'll involve Reese's penis butter. You never know. (laughs) Just maybe. Okay, congrats on the new idea. (laughs) Thanks. Okay, I'll talk to you. Thank you. Kyle from... Dumpster divers. Oh my God. 
can't drop the E at a U, says, I'd rather have a second vasectomy than listen back to that. I knew he was in trouble when it took him an hour to describe how dumb his co-workers were. He could have just started by saying, I work with some real dumb shits at my last place, and this is how I tried to reach them. Instead, he's giving me all this backstory and minutia, and I'm like, oh, fucking shit. Here we, he's going to get killed. He is running out into the freeway with rush hour traffic bearing down on him. Oh, let's see. Our Healy, that's why you love us. And then there was the one that said, uh, if we didn't love you, we wouldn't say that. We wouldn't be saying this, these things. Well, there, there it is. Terry says, we wouldn't pick on you if we didn't like you. You hear that? They wouldn't, <laughs> they wouldn't pick on you if they didn't love you. Chris says, seemed a little defeated there at the end. Well, we got to toughen him up. I mean, come on now. We can't just let that go unchecked. You know, I started to feel it. And when I started to feel it in the story, I knew you were feeling it. So I was like, oh boy. And as soon as that happens, it's like, here they come. Here they come. Lisa says, he seems sad now. Now he'll, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Zildjian says it takes him longer to explain shit than Kenny. Kenny is a legend at that. He has, he has backed off of that to some degree. I still enjoy him. He was still funny because if we don't bust his ass, then that would be a problem. If we didn't look him in the face and say, what the fuck are you doing? Then that would be terrible. But I cannot let that go unchecked. And remember, remember, I am the king of beating people up who do that. We have got to get to this place in society where when people are just fucking way too much detail, you got you to gotta shorten that shit up, man. Uh, Crank says he's not paraphrasing. He says, paraphrasing, you keep using that word. I do not think you know what that means. You're talking about me or him. He'll forget about it sooner than you think, says Kate. Yeah, I believe that too. Um, you definitely have to have thick skin to come on this show for sure. Says Reverend Rowdy Ron. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this and the only reason why it popped into my head because of uh, seeing that uh, Reverend Rowdy Ron is here. How do you spell Roethlisberger? I don't even know if I can do it. I had a story I want to get to. Where is that story about Big Ben? Here it is. Uh, if you know this story, don't tip anybody off. Shh. 
Big Ben at a press conference yesterday. Ben Roethlisberger on Sunday's playoff game against the Chiefs. Quote his words. We don't have a chance. (laughs) You know, you keep talking like that and I might start looking past the fact that you rape women because that's awesome. Uh, For the win, writes Ben Roethlisberger has been in the NFL for 18 years. Wow. His wild card showdown with the Chiefs may be his final game of his Hall of Fame career. That evidently is the only game he's interested in playing this week. That could explain why at the end of his Wednesday press conference before heading to Kansas City, he dropped a bit of brutal, candid honesty at reporters. He said, the Steelers probably aren't supposed to be here. We're probably not a very good football team, Roethlisberger told reporters assembled in Pittsburgh. Of 14 teams that are in, we're probably number 14. We're double-digit underdogs in the playoffs, so let's just play and see what happens. In fact, I should probably just go to the audio of this. I have um, the actual clip of him. This is uh, Rapeless Burger. Um, we're double-digit underdog in the playoffs. So let's just go play and have fun and see what happens. Yeah, I mean, we're probably 20-point underdogs, and we're going to the number one, te- the number one team that's – I know they're not the number one team, but they're the number one team that's won the AFC the last two years – um, arguably the best team in football. Um, we don't have a chance. So let's just go in and play and have fun. <laughs> don't have a chance. Uh, I'm looking at Kate and uh, Reverend Rowdy Ron. How do you feel about this? It's kind of a bummer when your guy says, yeah, we don't have a chance. Oh, boy. I don't know. Maybe this is some uh, uh, psycho, uh, I don't know, some type of technique, some Vulcan mind trick he's pulling on them. Seeing Roethlisberger makes me miss Sean Sluice. Wish he was still hanging with us. What happened to that guy? He was... uh, yeah, we, we didn't, I don't think we did anything. I think he kind of just, I don't know, just moved on. Didn't like, he didn't seem like the type of guy who would hate the show. He seemed like, you know, it's, he seemed like our type of guy. Come on, guy. All right. If they win, I mean, that's kind of like the reverse Joe Namath. Remember Joe Willie Namath? Uh, Reverend Rowdy Ron will remember him. He was, Ron was probably 60 years old when Joe Namath won the Super Bowl. <clears throat> when he, I guarantee we're going to beat the uh, Baltimore Colts. I want to kiss you. This is uh, the reverse of that. I've already made my predictions. I don't remember what they were. What the hell were my predictions? NFL playoff schedule. I had the Bengals beating the Raiders. Love Joe Burrow. 
It's, it kind of annoys the shit out of me that you get a team like the Bengals who've sucked for a long time and they get uh, a quarterback, Joe Burrow, and it takes two years to, I mean, the first year and then now this and they're in the playoffs. You know, that, that kind of drives me crazy. Lions are taking a different approach going with the uh, seasoned veteran quarterback while they build the rest of the team, but it still drives me crazy. Bills. Go Bills. They will beat the Patriots. The Bucks are going to beat the Eagles. The Chiefs will beat the Steelers. I don't remember what I did with 49ers and Cowboys. But I got to pick at least one road game. I'm going to go with the 49ers. I don't remember what I said last time. But fuck it. I'm saying this now. The 49ers over the Cowboys. I have no knowledge... It's not like I'm Jimmy the Gent here, handicapping games. I just, I'm, I always go with the gut. That's it. And Cardinals over the Rams. Enough. Enough with the Rams. Bengals, Bills, Bucks, Niners, Chiefs, Cardinals. I'm hoping to be 6-0. I'll probably be 0-6. All right. Let me help your business. Send me an email, eric at ericzaneshow.com. I'd love to do just that. Marketing on the Eric Zane Show podcast. Just like My Policy Shop Insurance. Frank the Tank Fuss at mypolicyshop.com. Okay. If you or someone you know or love is turning 65 or uh, just starting to uh, consider or go down the road of uh, a Medicare Advantage program. Ron, I'm talking to you. If you do this on your own, you're making a mistake. Wouldn't it be nice to have an insurance professional do all of the heavy lifting for you at no cost to you? That's what this sponsor brings. Expertise in the insurance industry. Frank Fuss from My Policy Shop Insurance is a licensed independent insurance agent slash broker who wants to make uh, the transition over to the Medicare program an easy one. If you do it on your own, it won't be, and you will probably do something incorrect and will hate yourself for it. Make sure you are getting the best that our wonderful Medicare system offers. Reach out to Frank at 616-914-4070 from anywhere in this great country. 616-914-4070. Medicare Advantage, if that's in your future or someone you know or love, this is what you need to do. It's free. Doesn't cost you a dime. Don't go into the Medicare system on your own. It sucks. Uh, I mean, it's a great program for you and you've worked your whole life for it. Definitely, uh, you will be utilizing it at some point, more than likely all of you. Uh, Frank is the guy when it comes to this, okay? 616-914-4070. Blue Frost IT has been marketing on this show for quite some time. They are the managed IT service provider for the Eric Zane Show podcast. Now, how this works typically is if you are a small or medium-sized business, there is going to come a day when all of your tech is out of date and your employees are like, boss, this computer sucks. It's slow. It's always breaking down. It's making my, my life very difficult. Seriously. And if... Employees have 
uh, are all having the same problems. Time is money, okay? It's time to upgrade. You want your employees using the best technology so that you can earn the most money, right? Blue Frost IT. Get a complimentary consultation. It'll take you half an hour. You're going to describe what you do at your business. Alan's going to ask you a bunch of questions about your business. He's going to determine the precise type of tech setup you need, okay? He's going to help you do this. Once you have it all in-house, he will set it all up for you. That's part of the project. Project work. Then, after it's all up and running, you then transition to managed work. That is, he's your go-to in case anything bad happens. If you have a business, don't do like the old, I guess I just got to unplug everything and go over to Dickhead's computer repair facility in town. No! You got to have a a team at your beck and call. That's Blue Frost IT. And this is one of the things that they're so very proud of. All the various IT companies get together and decide the annual awards. And every year in West Michigan, Blue Frost IT is voted number one by their peers. Look it up. Online at bluefrostit.com. Call them or text 616-200-8550. Prince Arming, gun school, two days away. I wonder if he's got another one scheduled for February yet. Uh, Online at princearming.com. You can also uh, find him on Facebook when you search Prince Arming. And uh, he's linked up directly on my website, ericsaintshow.com. But if you go to his Facebook page and then you click more, and then events, which you can, you should make that visible. What are you doing? Uh, no, he's not yet booked for um, February, but it's coming. If you want to carry your pistol concealed in the great state of Michigan, and who wouldn't? You got to take the CPL CCW class with Prince Army. So if you're in the West Michigan area, uh, you can get that done. It's going to take you a day. Sometimes he breaks up the eight hours of uh, classwork into two, like a Wednesday, Friday, or a Thursday, Saturday, or something like that. But, uh, or sometimes all on a Saturday. Uh, check them out online. You can get all the information. It's going to set you back 125 bucks for the class. That's standard. And then off you go. You get the certification. You can then go get your license. This next story is going to piss you off. Okay, so let me just give you a little bit of the background here. Old man, 72 years old. Can barely move. He's fighting cancer. He's half dead. His son goes back to Bangladesh for business or family reasons. And the uh, the house gets overrun with weeds in this community of Detroit. It's, uh, it's, it's Ham, Hamtramck, which is a neighboring community. Old school, you know. And uh, the old man gets a ticket. And, you know... He can't, he doesn't have the strength to, uh, to keep his house up because the chemotherapy is slowly killing the old man. But this judge is going to uphold the law, which I don't have a problem with the judge upholding the law. If the house is a disaster and it is, it's a real shithole. Uh, you should uphold the law. But listen to what she did here. 
I got to double check. Make sure that everything's running. I have all my sound. I think I do. Okay, here we go. Clear. I am a kick and sun person, very old man. But it's difficult situation. Right. A defendant. Let me, let me back it up. Um, yeah, he's a language barrier and very sick. Too weak to do anything. Is asked why he hasn't been keeping his walkway clear. I am a kick and sun person, very old man. But his difficult situation didn't garner much sympathy. Shameful. The neighbor should not have to look at that. You should be ashamed of yourself. That judge is dressing down of a Hamtramck homeowner tops our news tonight at six. Some people feel the shaming went too far because it came right after the man told the judge he has cancer and is too weak to go out and clear overgrown plants shown in this image you see right here. Priya Mann joins us now live All right. with more of the back and forth. And Priya, I know you can hear the man struggling to breathe really when he tries to speak during that hearing. Yeah, it's clear, Sandra, that there is a language barrier, that he's having difficulty communicating. All of this is over an ordinance violation that comes with a $100 fine. You should be ashamed of yourself. This exchange between 31st District Judge Alexis Crott and an elderly cancer survivor Aww. is garnering criticism. Look at him. Look at this guy. I love him so much. On social media. Uh, is it, ma'am, forgivable because my father is currently sick and we clean that after? Okay, this crazy bitch judge is just interrupting the guy. He says, you know, he's trying to finesse this, the son. Okay, he's on the Zoom, the uh, court Zoom. I am very sick, man. That is shameful. The 72 year old Hamtramck man was in court for violence. What, what is wrong with some of these judges in the world? Are they. They, their, their brain gets polluted with power, and they turn into such cunts. Fuck this bitch. Creating a city ordinance, failing to maintain his property. If I could give you jail time on this, I would. This very rude is telling a cancer survival patient that you should go to jail. During the court appearance, Shiver Chowdhury was helping his dad. Aww. He doesn't speak much English. Fuck, jeez. It felt very bad to me because it's a sound... Uh, nobody wants to hear about uh, father going to jail. Shiver says his dad was diagnosed in 2019 with cancer in the lymph nodes, and treatments have taken a toll on Borhan's mobility. Shiver says since the diagnosis, he and his mom have been trying to maintain the property. I usually take care of those stuff, the backyard and everything. But okay, let's be honest here. You're doing nothing. There, I mean, uh, to be fair, you're doing a horrible job maintaining the property. It looks like fuck. It's, it's, I mean, at the very least, there's fucking sequoia-sized weeds in, in the front there. But that time I was out of country. Shiver admits they I mean, look violated at that. the city that's, that's like, yeah, the mistake. There. That's like a couple years worth right there. I mean, that's bad. It wasn't really mistakes. I should have taken care of that, but. Um, End of the world? No, of course not. Yeah, still, like, she should have. Uh, look at some, this bitch. Fuck her! My father more, you know, politely. A recording of Monday's courtroom exchange. Shameful! The neighbor should not have to look at that. You should be ashamed of yourself. Has been viewed more than 6,000 times. We didn't really expect this kind of behavior. This, this, this fucking makes me sad. Like a judge. And the family says they have cleared the property and will pay that $100 fine. As for Judge Crot, she was elected in Crot. 2018. Of course, her name is Judge Crot. 
Before that, she served as the assistant city attorney and the magistrate for 31st District Court. Now, as a judge, she's not permitted to comment, and the state court administrator's office declined to release a statement. Reporting live tonight in Hamtramck, I'm Priya Mann, Local 4. All right. Thank you, Priya. Okay. I love the fact that the TV station... Um, that do we <laughs> thank you it's restaurant week appreciate that wow this is this is something i mean if you're the judge i mean how foolish is is this of a judge to behave this way knowing full well i mean you i would be afraid i would be afraid to show my face I mean, here they, they, they just put her face front and center on the TV, and the next time she's pumping gas, somebody's going somebody's gonna to come up by with a blackjack and just whammo! Let's take this crazy bitch out. Ah. Oh. Schaefer says she deals with red light tickets all week, so this was a highlight for her, and she ran with it. I hope they vote her ass out the second they can. Uh, she will see all this negative publicity aimed at her and give zero fucks. Power hungry bitch. Yeah, I don't know about you. But when I step in it, I know it. I usually know it. When I do something that's way out of bounds, I always am aware the second I do it. And I have that moment where it's like, hey, hey, do it. Do it. Send that tweet. Call somebody a stupid whore when they don't deserve it. And then, you know, my, my, the, the devil and the angel is like, no, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Crank says, eat a Snickers, bitch. And, but then after it goes down, more often than not, and I calm down and I'm done being a, a crybaby over it, I then kind of like have to go back and clean up my mess. And I, I just hate myself over it. And I, you know, you, you like never see that with these fucking judges. You never do. What a sick bitch. Oh, I hate this judge. Please die. You know, seriously, never before have I, have I craved like one of the people that she wronged to like put a hit out on her. Fuck that bitch. What? And see, I did it again. I'm going to feel bad about saying that. I don't know. Maybe not. Cole is in the house from Colorado Springs. Man, that headstone song that you sent me. What was it called? Kingston? Oh, my God. Fucking awesome. You have not. There has not been one song by the headstones that you've sent me that I haven't thought was just fantastic. Great, great band. Canadians. The Insane Asylum will feature that. What did I... Uh, I haven't posted it yet, but it's done. I got it done early. Let's see. Insane Asylum Show 20. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Come on. I tried to open it up, and it says it's not responding. Come on. I actually got the show done early this week, so I'll have it posted sometime early this afternoon, as opposed to normally on a Thursday. I get it done, like, late in the day, white-knuckling it the whole time. Couple by Tom Petty. Okay. Incubus, you will be a hot dancer for Adam's oddity. Okay, man. That straddled the line. 
really straddled the line. That was so, that's such a fucked up song. It made it though. It barely made it. And I had to edit it. There's a couple nasty words in it. Motley Crue and Ted Nugent snakeskin cowboys. Now, Ted Nugent's a fucking moron, but um, I put that in because Dennis said that he just listened to the Nugent song, Come and Take It, the new one, which is such a piece of shit. He said that he needed to hear Snakeskin Cowboys to wash the bad taste out of his mouth. Archangels, James Gang, 1970s, James Gang Rides Again, uh, JC's Tales from the Road, two from Led Zeppelin, St. Tristan's Sword, which is a great instrumental and in how many more times. Kingston by Headstones, Ramble Tamble by CCR, Badge by Cream before Eric Clapton went racist and crazy, Rory Gallagher, Adam, The Cult, Jethro Tull, Kenny Wayne Shepherd, Van Halen, and George Thorogood. The Insane Asylum, show number 120. My God, I cannot believe it's been that many shows. Holy shit. Uh... No, there's there's two edits. They said it right at the beginning or right in the middle of the song and at the end. No big deal. I listen. Anytime there's a bad word in a song, I review it thoroughly. All right. What the hell was I? Okay, so that, fuck that judge. We all agree with that. The judge is an asshole. In fact, I think our work is done. For the asshole of the day. But... A little bit more assholishness, and that is concerning Star of Frozen, <clears throat> voice like an angel, Kristen Bell. Better half of podcaster Dak Shepard. Is she on that show with him? Is she like the sidekick or the co-host? This is her right here. Excuse me, Instagram picture of Kristen Bell with a uh, Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department uh, police officer or deputy. Uh, so she took a little time out from the podcast with Dax, where every other week it's like, okay, uh, I'm going to interview this guy. And then the following week, it's, hey, I fell off the wagon and I'm going to tell everybody about it. Yeah, well, just fucking stay on the wagon, idiot. Yeah, I had a relapse, and I'm going to talk about it now. It's like he's, he's uh, uh, you know, every, t- every time I need some content, I'm just going to have a relapse and talk about it. Schaefer says they're weirdos. The voice of Anna on Frozen. Um, she loves she's she's a weirdo because she loves black lives matter and she loves cops now i think in today's day and age you cannot do that um black lives matter people want cops dead so if you say i love cops i love black lives matter I think that's like saying you're a Jewish Nazi or something like that. There's a real, there's a real conflict of interest there. So she's like, oh man, Black Lives Matter. It's my favorite thing. She is not on the podcast. She's not on the podcast. Thank you, Marcy. 
I love Black Lives Matter. Here I am with a picture of a guy with a bad haircut. I love cops. She might not like be like uh, in tune or in line with the militant Black Lives Matter angle. She might just be like, no, I just love black people. So I'm just going to tweet Black Lives Matter. And I have no idea what it means. And we all know by now that if you say, I love Black Lives Matter, you want all cops dead. That's a fact. Cannot be disputed. That is as much of a fact as grass is green, sky is blue, water is wet. Black Lives Matter equals love of dead cops. So when she posted pictures of her standing next to a, the the cops, the militant Black Lives Matter fuckheads got pissed. And here she is in a, in a t-shirt that says, kind people are my something people. I'm sure it says favorite people. Kind, I mean, if you're, if you're announcing that you love kind people, you know, this is not a this is not a bad person. This is a nice lady. She uh, shows up at the uh, Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department Lancaster Station to say hi. And they're like, hey, and they go, oh my God, it's Kristen Bell. She's awesome. We love her here. Hey, come on in. Let's get a picture. They take a nice picture. They tweet it out. Today we had the absolute pleasure of meeting at Kristen. Annie Bell, who is hands down the kindest human ever. There truly never is a dull moment at the Lancaster station. And there they, there they are too. You know, here, here you go. Another picture of bad haircuts. And I mean, that's a prerequisite. If you're a cop, you, you cannot be look fashionable. You have to have the world's worst haircut. Like at that, um, uh, hockey game the other night, I just love this picture i just hearted it i guess i like it i'll give it a like every one of those cops had horrible haircuts that is unavoidable if you are a cop the, the fire folks have nice hair they have appropriate haircuts but all cops have a shithead chuck liddell or last guy at auschwitz haircuts that's what okay that's what you have here. And here she is. She's just a, she's just lovely. And look at these guys. They're happy as hell. They're they're meeting uh the the chick from Frozen. You know, I've never seen those movies and everybody's another movie that ever says, Oh, have you not? Well, yeah, it's because it's a fucking cartoon, that's why. And I'm not a child. I know. Animated feature. I don't give a fuck. Who gives a shit? It's stupid. Only people who like animated films are people who like that, who watch them with kids. When I was a, a young parent, I saw Spirit, Stallion of the Cimarron, with my kids, and I wept openly. I'll never forget that because I took uh, Jack and Jim to see Spirit, Stallion of the Cimarron. It was about a week before I left Tennessee and moved to New Jersey without them. You forget, I had gotten fired from that station and uh, because they wouldn't let me leave. It was a, 
hey, we want to leave. Freeburn and Outwings and I, we want to leave. We want to go to New Jersey. And they wouldn't let us leave. They go, we're going to hold you to your contract. And I said, fuck you. And I shoved the general manager. I got fired. And I said, well, I'm leaving now. So I had to work. I needed money. I was living paycheck to paycheck. So my very pregnant wife and two kids, I had to leave them for like months. Uh, like two or three months. I'm, a I'm, I'm leaving my children. I was so upset. It was a very, very difficult time. So just before we leave, or just before I leave, we go to the movies. It's like a last hurrah. Let's go out and see Spirit Stallion and Cimarron. I'm sitting next to Jim and Jack. And there's a part when Spirit gets separated from his mother. And that's all it took. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> because I was so uh, sad to begin with. That makes me want to cry right now. Terrible. According to the Los Angeles Times, the Los Angeles Sheriff's Department has been, quote, accused of glorifying violence and whose members have cost taxpayers tens of millions of dollars in legal payouts as well as racist behavior. Well, that may be. That might be true. I don't know. <coughs> Happens. Bell has publicly supported the Black Lives Matter terrorist organization. And she and her husband, Dak Shepard, have publicly stated they promised to raise their daughters to be anti-racist. Additionally, Bell has co-authored the New York Times bestseller children's book titled The World Needs More Purple People, uh, which was released to help children understand the differences among people and how to find common ground. Can you imagine if she titled that The World Needs More Blacks? Many have taken to Twitter to share their disappointment in Kristen Bell supporting the police, especially as she has publicly supported Black Lives Matter and co-wrote The World Needs More Purple. People's City Council Los Angeles tweeted, Wow, this sucks so much. Kristen Bell taking pictures with deputy gang members. L.A.'s Jolly Leslie Nope tweeted, Hey, at Kristen Bell, did you tweet hashtag, hashtag Black Lives Matter? Because this ain't it with puke emoji. Oh, no. Twitter user Beguiling Bug also chimed in, writing, Landlord celebrities will post their ju about Juneteenth, but at the end of the day, their allies are the cops that protect their property at the expense of human life. Correct! Yes! You are correct! Well, I shouldn't say at the expense of human life. I would say the cop... Just protect people. That's their job. At this time, Kristen Bell has not commented on the backlash. Yahoo Entertainment has reached out to a rep for Bell for comment. And I think that she owes it. I think at this point, she does need to make an explanation. I think the, the only way she can, uh, she can uh, salvage this is say, 
Yeah. The Black Lives Matter movement that I know of is one that, you know, wants equal rights for marginalized people. You assholes telling me I can't support people that protect people are not doing anything to help marginalized people. You are creating a larger division that will make this more difficult. Know this. You are not what Black Lives Matter was supposed to be. You have glommed onto it to make it a terrible terrorist organization that it now lives. So, fuck off. That's all she needs to say. That's all you need to say. She needs the Eric Zane uh, School of Public Relations, which essentially will involve telling someone to fuck off. Now, she doesn't say anything. It's kind of weak. I mean, come on now. Put on your big girl pants and handle this appropriately. Take out that trash. Take out that trash. All right. Like, why are you pausing? What's happening? I'm confused. Tomorrow I have a best of show for you. But it's not the best of. I make that very clear. Not the best of. The hardest thing for me to do on a best of show is because even the most subtle changes seem like a lot when it's just one person talking. Pacing. Delivery. Uh... What I talk about. Story selection. It changes. The shows I did a year ago are nothing like the shows I did now. I'm doing now. The shows I am doing in one year won't be anything like these. I don't know. Maybe they will. Quite literally, I am figuring this out as I go. And on show number 739, I may have learned a little bit more. I may not. It's a perpetual learning curve. This podcast is a constant evolution. Constant. I say this because what you hear, you might go, God, he really sucks shit. I know I feel that way, but I am my, I am the absolute worst critic. The worst. I am the most harsh. I can't stand it. That being said, it's something to listen to. And frankly, um, I'm the most concerned about you having something to listen to. I don't want to break up the ritual of the normal work week for you. I like to have that in place. And um, the sponsors, you know, they, they, they pay to have their message out there. So that's very, very important. These are all key things that I take very, very seriously. So that will be tomorrow because I will be sitting in a hospital waiting room. Uh, maybe with the queen of the forest, maybe not. It depends on the rules. But I'm hoping we can. The tax hobbit is back. Troy Genzer. Okay. Grew up in southwest Michigan as a terrific little basketball player. I think he was one of the candidates for Michigan's Mr. Basketball at five foot nothing. He's like Rudy of basketball. 
And, uh, you know, he was uh, deadly from beyond the arc. Strong defense. Great ball handler. You know? cross Killer crossover. Break your ankles. Doing that now. Taking that type of um, intensity to the world of being a certified public accountant. He is the tax professional of the Eric Zane Show podcast. He has helped me in so many amazing ways. I have a local business, uh, a very, very small, one person. And um, the way I used to do my taxes, he's like, you're not doing this right. Why? Because, first of all, you will help yourself if you uh, establish an S-corp. And I go, what is that? And he goes, well, um, I'm now running it. You will have an an S-corp, and I will take care of everything. When I mail you something, sign it and mail it to where it needs to be. Um, and then I'm going to send you a bill every so often. And then you pay me for running all of this. I go, sounds good to me. I go, why, why would I do this? He goes, tax advantages. As an S corp, you will save money at the end of the year. Okay. What does S corp even mean? He goes, don't even ask. I'm not telling you. It's my job. So he's my guy. Now that's like a small business thing, obviously. Um, what he wants me to tell you about is he wants to do your individual tax forms, your tax return, your 2021 tax return. Are you the type to like, Oh boy, getting closer to the deadline. Better get all my shit together. I got all these documents and forms and you're laid out all over the table and you're trying to, you got the fucking form or you're using the program. You're like, Oh yeah, this is great. Oh fuck. And you think you're doing the right thing. You sign it, you date it, you send it in, you get your money back. Okay, all right. And then at the end of that, you realize, boy, I spent a lot of time doing that. Wouldn't it be easier just to know that the quintessential tax pro certified public accountant is doing everything with all the changing tax laws to make sure that this thing is 100% effective at getting you all of the money that you are supposed to get back. So you gather up all your shit, you send it over to Troy via his online portal from anywhere in America. And then that's it. He does it all for you. You pay him one cost, one fee at the end. He sends you your return, his little bill there. You rip it off. You pay him either online or uh, or just send him a check. And then boom, you're done. Money shows up electronically in your account. You, you're done. Nothing, nothing. It's amazing. This is what I want you to do. First of all, a number of people last year and the year before uh, did do this. Uh, you're still in the fold. You will be uh, sent your, uh, you probably already have received in the mail. Hey, I'm doing your taxes again. Um, please uh, engage him again. I know he's got so many amazing, satisfied customers. Please. I'm so happy that you are back there for him. But he wants new people, new Zaniacs to reach out. Tag accounting. What you do is if you want more information, you go to the website. Uh, sorry, I'm screwing this up. Tagcpa.net. And there you go. Call 616-301-9516 and say, Eric Zane sent me. I want Troy to do my taxes. That's all you got to say. 616-301-9516. Tag accounting, tagcpa.net. Please, 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 if you support the show, as always, support the sponsors. Thank you, thank you, thank you.
Mario Flores, Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage with your mortgages. If you need a refi, first mortgage, 10th mortgage, whatever it may be, make sure you get pre-approved. Okay? And uh, anywhere in the U.S., Mario can help you with the exception of Alaska, Maine, Hawaii, or South Carolina. 231-332-6505 for the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. And then last but not least, Joe Martinez to Madre Azunaputa from A&E Heating and Cooling. Okay, 616-516-8579 if you need anything heating and cooling, whether it be something as elaborate as a new install, he'll put a comfort maker brand of furnace or air conditioner into your home, or you've just got scheduled maintenance due or a cleaning for $79, cheapest in the area, or an after-hours service call, whatever it is, you got a guy. Joe Martinez and his team, We'll make it happen for you. If you're in West Michigan, Joe Martinez, A&E Heating and Cooling, 616-516-8579. All right. Our asshole of the day. Who's it going to be? It's brought to you by TC Paintball. Online at tcpaintballgr.com. And JM Synthetics. I want to thank you for being on the show and uh, checking it out on Twitch. Twitch.com slash Eric Zane Live. If you're listening to the audio podcast, as always, as a reminder, please go over to there and follow. Follow, follow, follow. And if you really are feeling uh, froggy, Click on um, Twitch Prime, the big red dot there, and sign up with your Twitch account uh, for your old pal, Eric Zane. Judge Cunt is the asshole of the day. I have said Cunt now three times on the show. And that is saying something, because I don't normally like to say that. But now four times... Judge Cunt is the asshole of the day. Let's pray for the worst COVID case ever. Right there on Judge, now five times, Judge Cunt. Thank God the window isn't open. Sometimes you just, okay, sometimes you just have to call people a cunt. And I... I have never felt better about anything. I I feel as good about calling that judge a cunt and saying it that strongly. Cunt! Cunt! Now seven times as I uh, feel good about telling uh, Diana I love her. Wow. What an asshole. All right. That's going to do it. I believe my work is done here. Thank you as always. Talk to you on Patreon. And then after Patreon, I'll talk to you on Monday. Thank you so much, folks. Oh, wait a minute. I take it back. I'll talk to you tonight at 7 on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. All right? Till next time, folks. Thank you.
At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.